You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Simple Pin Podcast in 2022. I cannot even believe it. We are so excited to talk to you today about our Pinterest marketing predictions for 2022. A lot has changed. So we're going to break down a list of what we predict will happen and how we think the pinner will adopt. So for five and a half years, I have been recording this podcast. I would say 90% of the episodes are about Pinterest. We try to keep it pretty clean, pretty streamlined, because we know that you come here for Pinterest marketing advice. So we want to give you that. And over these five and a half years, we have done full blog posts, real long blog posts, for the advantage of, you know, SEO too as well. But we've done it for every single podcast, but it has made it hard in the last year or so to cover the latest Pinterest news in a really quick way. Therefore, what we're going to be adding in 2022 is more timely podcasts that don't have long show notes. So you will have to listen to the episode to get all of the info. And it also allows me to expand on our weekly education, events like the Creators Festival, And actually, it gets me pretty excited to teach on what's happening currently. So we just want you to know there's still going to be some long form that will have more evergreen type of content with long blog posts. And there's going to be some short form intermixed. So we're going to try that for this first quarter here. And I'm really looking forward to it. I actually can't wait. So I want to say... um, If you've never shared the Simple Pin podcast episode before, we would love for you to share this one as a way to get the word out about what we're going to predict is going to happen on Pinterest. So let's see if they come true or not. And when you share, I am so honored by that and that referral. I know I share podcasts all the time because they impact me. So I hope this one is impactful to you. And at the end, you think about sharing with your other marketers who are looking to figure out Pinterest. So we look forward to this year. We look forward to this new format with the podcast and all the growth that it will bring. So let's dive into my 2022 Pinterest marketing predictions. All right. So There is no doubt that since 2022, Pinterest or 2020, Pinterest has changed. We have had a push for more shopping features as well as a push for keeping people on the platform longer. We have more of a diverse option of ways that you can pin. We just have a lot more on Pinterest than we had pre-2020. I would actually label last year, 2021, as the year that Pinterest truly changed And I would label 2022 as the year we see how pinners will adopt to the change. I know that many of you saw family members at your holiday gatherings. And if it was anything like me, they came up to you, especially if you're a Pinterest marketer. And they were like, oh my gosh, what is this? Why has Pinterest changed? Why can't I click this? Why can't I get to what I want to get to? There is a lot of change for the pinner. And so we have to see how they adopt to it. So it's a reckoning of sorts. I also think we're going to see that, especially with Pinterest people leaving Facebook and Instagram, 
due to what we call a a toxic culture, what we saw with the Facebook outage, Facebook and Instagram outage. I know that for me, um, I have kids who are teenagers and we don't allow them to have Instagram. Um, I have two girls who are teenagers and I feel really strongly about our decision not to let them have Instagram. And it's not, you know, we've had great conversations around like, hey, when you turn 18, you can make the decision about whether or not you want to have this in your life. But here's why we as your parent feel like we have to gatekeep. But they can have Pinterest. They can search for memes. They search for fashion tips. And, you know, the same thing does apply with Pinterest, too. I don't want to say like, I, we let them go crazy on Pinterest. We definitely have gates and we tell them like, Hey, here's the things you need to watch out for really good digital responsibility. But I like that Pinterest doesn't have all the toxic conversation. It doesn't have the shaming, even the diet culture piece in the ads that are pitched to them aren't there like they are on Instagram. So what I see with that too, is how will generations that are up and coming use social And how does Pinterest continue to factor into that since it is truly an outlier? It's not social. We also saw it last month in December when Lush Cosmetics, and I talked about this on Instagram, said that they were turning off all their social channels and they listed out Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok. I did take note that in that list was not Pinterest or YouTube. And I went straight to the Pinterest account for Lush And it's a lot of shopping. It's a lot of information. And so Pinterest, as it appears now, isn't really seen as social to them, but as search shopping and discovery. So there's a lot of shift, like I said, happening. So I think 2022, number one, will be a reckoning. What do we see with the people? What do we see with the businesses? So I also went back to my account specialist and said, hey, what do you think is going to be important for 2022? You're in the day-to-day of managing for multiple different accounts. At SimplePin, we manage um, on the organic side, it's like over 120. And then on the ad side, we have several accounts too as well. So we kind of have these vantage points. So I wanted to get their perspective. Like, what are you seeing already happening that you think is going to be carried into 2022. And for us to managing for clients, we have to ask that question way ahead, which I do a lot of that. I look at a lot of the different landscapes to figure out, okay, how are we going to shift our team from what was to what is now that changes up our packages too. There's a lot of things with that. So one of the things they first said was that um, Aaron, who's my Promoter Pins director, said ads are going to be really important, especially for e-commerce seller and a really good balance between organic and paid ads. This is especially important for the e-commerce seller who's really, really relied on Facebook and Instagram ads because your ad dollars have been jacked up. Your ads have been thrown into with the iOS update. It's been really crazy. And a lot of people have looked at Pinterest ads and they're like, they're kind of expensive. They're different. They're a totally different buyer. They're someone new. They're someone cold. So for e-commerce sellers, as Pinterest has leaned in 2021 to all these features, e-commerce sellers definitely have to have this hybrid of organic and paid. It has to be both. So that was the first thing there. Second, idea pins are going to continue to be important for organic in helping to build up engagement, impressions, and followers. And the secondary benefit is profile visits with clicks to your website. So idea pins are not going away. They're here to stay. We've seen them stay for, you know, almost two years now. 
So if you've not adopted to them and you're still kind of like feet firmly planted and you're like, I ain't going anywhere away from these static pins. I just need to tell you right now that in 2022, that will not benefit you. You have to do some of the things I'm going to talk about next. The other thing with idea pins is that we're going to start seeing mid-roll ads placed in between idea pins, which hint, we are already seeing them. They're put there by big companies. I think there's a background um, different kind of monetization program happening. We don't, it's not very public right now. It's in alpha. So I think we're going to see more ads placed mid-roll between idea pins. And then for idea pins for bloggers, content creators, I actually think the affiliate opportunities are going to be immense. I think that it's going to allow people to make more money off of their affiliates in a way that we haven't seen before. But it's really, really, really important that you understand that it's not this in the moment. So if there's a flash sale like a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday or even like a 24-hour sale, like those are not going to work. It's going to be more of evergreen of the products and the tools that you use. Because remember, people can save idea pins. They don't go away. People are going to go revisit them. So when it comes to affiliate opportunities, I'm pretty excited about this for people who are affiliate marketers. And I think it's going to expand. Um, At the time of recording, there's only a few affiliate options that we can use. But I definitely think the monetization is going to be big when it comes to idea pins, which leads me to this other piece, which is the monetization strategy from Pinterest with the Creators Hub in being able to earn money from Pinterest by creating. So you can find this if you have a business account. Um, I know that the Creator Hub button has been like hit or miss for a while, um, especially at the time of recording, is mine went away. And now it's back, or actually it's not back yet. Some people's are back. Some people's are still gone. So if you have the Creators Hub button on your profile, if you click on it, you should see something that says earn, and you will be able to earn money from Pinterest by creating. So that's kind of a, my second one is kind of lumped in all together where there's going to be a lot of forward progress on idea pins. A lot. We're going to see monetization opportunities from Pinterest increase. We're going to see affiliate monetization increase as well. And then we're going to see ads roll out. I think we're going to have idea pin ads. And then I think we're going to have mid-roll idea pin ads as well. Okay, the other thing that is going to be really important on Pinterest in 2022 is you are going to have to get in front of the camera, which is something we are not used to with Pinterest marketing. This was said repeatedly from my account specialists. It is so easy to hide behind it on Pinterest. We are not used to it at all. But tutorials, tips, small videos are going to be the key for engagement on idea pins and video pins, which leads me to the video pin piece. So video pins that are between 30 and 60 seconds, those are going to end up in that watch tab. And they're going to be the thing that's a quick hair tutorial or a quick show around a house, or it's going to be a quick demonstration of using your product. If you are a product seller, either digital or physical, using these small 30 to second videos, showing actually how you're using your product is going to be important. In fact, one of my account specialists said this specifically for Teachers Pay Teachers. She said, you know, it'd be really great if the person who's creating this digital product shows how to use it in real time in these quick 30 to 60 second videos. 
We are seeing people turn on sound a little bit more, right? Especially if they can't get everything with the sound off. So getting in front of the camera is going to have to be important, which I don't love it. And it takes a lot. Like I have to do it (laughs) with somebody else. Tabby, who's our social media manager, has to give me a list and we have to be together because other not, I just feel like a complete dork doing it. It's not easy for me. So we do that together. Um, the other thing, so prediction of marketing tools. Um, that's a big one that people have asked me whether or not I think scheduling tools will still be important. Yes, I think they will. However, it is becoming more difficult. Well, you can't schedule idea pins and video pins to schedule is pretty funky. So as you're more reliant on your phone for Pinterest than probably we ever have been, it's going to be less important for you to have a scheduling tool that does a vast amount of scheduling of static pins, if that makes sense. So we're going to have more options that include scheduling tools like Tailwind has switched to becoming a comprehensive scheduling tool. Instead of just Pinterest and Instagram, they have more options like a buffer or Hootsuite. So now you have a lot more scheduling tool options. You still want to make sure they have the Pinterest API. They're approved partner by Pinterest. But I just think we'll become less and less reliant on them. You can probably opt for like the smallest package or something like that. I also think we're going to have to rely more on Pinterest analytics versus Google analytics. We saw a big shift in 2021 where it was a little bit harder on Google analytics to see the exact pin that was driving traffic. And plus, with a lot of the iOS updates and tracking, also in Google Analytics, some of Pinterest traffic ends up in direct. So if you want to get real nerdy about your tracking, a UTM code is going to be the way that you need to go. So UTM codes are easy. I know I drag my feet about them. But I think if you want to really drill down into analytics, that's going to be your best bet. The last thing I would say for 2022 is still remembering why you're using the platform. We have a previous podcast about strategy versus tactics. And I firmly believe strategy is the why, tactics is the how. So there's a lot of different tactics we can utilize more than ever on Pinterest. We have idea pins. We have video pins. We have idea pins with video. We have... So many, we have affiliates, we have product tagging, we have so many different things that it can be easy to get caught up in the wrong metrics that don't matter. So you have to go back to why am I using Pinterest? Who is my target user? And what are things I'm going to test for a period of time, say like a quarter or so to see if it worked or it didn't work. We're going to see a lot of metrics shift and change when it comes to idea pins, similar to what you saw on Instagram with their introduction of reels. You saw a lot of engagement right away and then no engagement, but really stick to why it is you're using Pinterest as a marketing tool to connect with your ideal user. Okay, I had to include these because they're just a few that I'm unsure about. I I don't know. So Pinterest TV, we saw that released at the end of 2021. I don't know. Um, I feel like the jury's still out for me on this. I don't know if it will live or die. I don't see. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of. I don't know yet. That's what that's where it is. I don't think the Pinterest live test that they did last year went well, but I know they're trying to get creators 
to want to do more lives and, you know, looking at the landscape of all the social and search channels, even, you know, with YouTube, there's a live component, but people still go to watch stuff later. Like you can watch a video from four years ago on YouTube and it can still answer your question. It didn't necessarily have to come from a live version of it. I don't know. So that's I'm out on that one. Pinterest takes. I'm not getting buy in on this one because this is where somebody has to post their own take on your idea pin. And I just don't know if pinners want to be that known or exposed. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I can see. I, yeah. So Pinterest TV and Pinterest takes. I know that Pinterest is really pushing like allow takes, allow your people to put takes on their takes, takes, takes. I, I don't know. I don't think it's I think their old version of asking the question, did you make this and somebody posting a photo? Mm, it, yeah, I don't know. It might work. So that leads me to how will the pinner adopt to all of this change in 2022? I do believe Pinterest is trying to have a plan on how to train pinners, how to shop and also how to use idea pins. So I think jumping on the idea pin creation will be good for creators as the pinners, quote unquote, catch on in the next year. But I just don't know how long that's going to take. I think we might have some loss of users in this first Q1. I think we're going to have a an interesting thing. We usually normally see traffic kind of downturn end of Q1, beginning of Q2. I went, I don't know how that's going to look this year because of the metrics changing. But I think it's something for you to watch as always. And I'm really curious on your thoughts. So what are your thoughts and predictions about Pinterest this year? Year, Are you still going to use it? Is it still going to be part of your suite of marketing tools that really help your business grow? Or are you saying in 2022, I'm out, which I can't imagine you'd be listening to this podcast if you were out. But I would love to hear your thoughts on this for sure. So if you want to go to Instagram, you can DM us. You can tag us on your thoughts at Simple Pin Media over there. And as we are shifting to this new mode of podcast recording, we would love for you to rate us on your favorite player. When you do that, more people can learn about the Simple Pin podcast. And of course, DM us with any ideas you have. I will be, like I said, recording more in the moment, last minute changes as they happen on Pinterest. You will see that here in the podcast more so than you have in the past. Alrighty, that's it. If you do want to visit the site to get a few links um, that I talked about today, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 265 to get more information. Plus on our website, we do actually have a ton of free resources a backlog of a lot of content. Plus we have our two memberships, the Simple Pin Ad Society, which opens in a couple of weeks and the Simple Pin Collective, which opens in March. Alrighty, thanks so much for listening and make sure to DM me with your thoughts on Instagram at Simple Pin Media. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.